if you want to connect with other people, these are things that are really helpful to know about yourself. So the first thing is your history. So that history is like where you come from, essentially. But what's important to you about your life? What changed in your life? What have you gone through that is perhaps shaped what you do today or who you are today? Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, Pete. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Coach Lee. Coach Lee, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. Glad to be here. Awesome. So give everybody the highlight of who you are and what you do for business. Who I am? I am Coach Lee Hopkins. I'm a social connections and business culture coach. I help people make more meaningful connections in their personal and professional life. And what that looks like on the personal side is perhaps helping them find their tribe, those people that really care about them and think about their well-being. And on the business side or the business coaching is more of helping communities of teams, well, teams get together and feel more connected and create a sense of belonging. So that's me and what I do. Love it. So how did you get into personal connections as a thing? Oh, well, because I didn't have it at all. <laughs> you know, uh, us coaches, we're the, we're our first clients. And so I struggled with making connections and friendships with people for what feels like my entire life. Um, when I was a kid, I watched so many people just go and, and be friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like you. You like me. Let's go and hang out and talk to each other. But that didn't be like, I feel like it didn't happen to me. And I watched everybody around me do this. And I thought there was something that I was missing. And I carried that with me through my adulthood, trying to figure out exactly what it is, how to be a friend. Do I change? What do I say? What do I do? How do I dress? What do I do? All those things until I figured out, well, the key is to be yourself. And sure, you've heard that before, Michelle. I've heard that before. And I was like, that's stupid. But really it is be yourself. But what I thought and what most people think when they hear just be yourself is that when you are yourself, people are going to like you. That's not true. There's a whole bunch of garbage that comes along with you being yourself. And so it's uh, being empowered to have the the strength uh, to be yourself is, is what I learned to do and how I help people. Nice. I love it. So let's talk about that for a few hmm. seconds, because I think your typical, you know, five, six, seven year old when you first go to school, they are doing what they think is themselves. Yep. Like they're just going out there, they're being them and they're going, well, and I still don't have any friends and I hate the world. I don't want to be here. I want to go home. But I hear it over and over again that that's a lot of people's experience going to school was there weren't people like them around they didn't feel like they had anybody mm -hmm. they're leaving the closest core of people that they've ever known up until that point which is of course their family which mm -hmm. they know all the buttons and the triggers and the they know how to deal with that group they don't have a clue how to deal with the outside world yet which is partially why we go to school yeah <laughs> i know it's absolutely. not really learn math but um that aside <laughs> <laughs> that's my opinion we'll stick to leave that one alone but in your opinion kind of what is going on for kids that you know people say be yourself and they're like well i am you are being yourself yeah that's the thing it's that uh like to your point about going to, to school to learn how to socialize, because that's a really big part of it. So the society will kind of tell you to look outward 
and tell you to look out where, look at what that person's doing and try to mimic that person because that's the right thing. Forget about being yourself. You have to fit in. We get that message a lot. So even, you know, just trying to to talk to people, we try and we try and match them, we try to figure out what it is that's important to them, and we carry that on. So being yourself, it doesn't seem like what everybody else is doing, especially when you are just running around being your natural self at a six and seven year old. You're excited about life. You want to talk. You want to point out everything that you see. It's like, look at that thing. Look at your face, Mister. Uh, something something is bald wow you know just want to point out what life is and but they tell you don't do those things you can't do that this doesn't fit you have to be proper you have to do it this way and you just internalize that message so it's really difficult um until you get older I think my generation I'm, I'm an older millennial I'm 40 so I know millennials I think they span from like 41 ish you age to- very well I must say to 25. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Look at me. I don't look a day over 25. I, I right? probably wouldn't go that far, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, especially our generation and the generations now we're having these conversations and realizing that, oh, you, you were being yourself, just dealing with the feelings of people not liking you or people telling you need to change. And you really understanding that what I had to do was really understand that, oh, well, they're just not for me. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> right. Well, and it's, I think if there are any kids listening to this or parents of kids listening to this, um, I think it's important too, that especially during the teenage years to understand that it's okay to not get along with the people that you happen to be stuck in school with. <laughs> because Absolutely. You know, there's a whole world out there and, and they're not always going to be the same. And they may not find their tribe in their school, in their city, in their state, in their country. <laughs> they might have to go backpacking across Eastern yeah. Asia somewhere to go and find them. And it might not even be people from Eastern Asia, but they happen to get together there. Um, Absolutely. I, and I would just say to that point that some people, uh, I think that when we go through this process and I it's exactly what it is as a process of finding who is for you and who isn't for you. And those people who find their tribe, let's say find their tribe in when high school, they still do some growing and they still do some changing and they may just disappear. That The connection that they had may just separate while you, the person like me, who's out there not really able to connect with the people in high school, it's okay. You are learning what is for you and you are learning that you have really great taste uncommon tastes in fact right yeah i love it so for the savvy ones listening um so when when they kind of realize that okay i i have this kind of different taste than other people how do you recommend that people go about kind of starting to reconnect with people and understanding that they are not an anomaly they're not alien they're not, you know, any of the things they thought they were it's okay to connect with the human race how yeah. do you start <laughs> yeah definitely it's okay we we all of us don't bite um so <laughs> it's really easy to, and what i did for my own personal experience was I believed that everybody hated me and that I was awful and that nobody would ever care about me. And so this happened, this phenomenon happened because I wasn't unable to open up and talk about what was important to me. And so uh, if you want to connect with people, the first thing that 
is important and that what I discovered is to connect with yourself. So that is understanding your own feelings. And as a coach who does the social connections, we're going to talk about emotion because that's the thing that connects us. I truly believe this is my own definition of connection, but it is um, having an experience that you both feel the same way about. So if we go to the movies together, I love the movie. I'm having a great time. We spent the same amount of money, same amount of time at the movie theater, probably the same amount of popcorn or whatever, but I love it. And you come out and you hate it and try to have a conversation. We're going to be a bit disconnected. We're going to be disconnected. And if you have really low awareness and an emotional intelligence of who you are and how you feel, you may even be offended that the person feels differently than you do. You are going to not be able to connect with people if you don't recognize that in yourself first. You have to recognize how you feel about things and how it manifests, how it shows up in your actions and what's important to you. Is it really that important to me that you don't like the movie and I do? Then <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Some relationships are based on different premises. though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to really find what's important to you. And that requires some self-discovery. And if we wanted to to close the gap, let's say between you and me in this movie that I like, and for some reason, I have no idea why you would not like um, um, Marvel movies. I don't know. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, I and I have this, such this joy for Marvel movies and I really want you to like it. Well, I need to put that aside. And need to be curious about what you didn't like about it. If I want to connect with you, if I want to, to talk with you, if I want to get to know you. So that's really important skill. So to answer your question in this really long but detailed way, get to know yourself first and what's right. important to you. Mm -hmm. I love it. So when you're working with people, are you working with them mostly on their personal connections and their kind of social spheres? Or are you working with them in their professional arenas? Where do you start? Where do you end? How does that all go down? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I moved towards the business culture coaching piece because so many people have come to me in their personal life about how they couldn't make connections with people at work. They were having struggles talking to people about things. They were just like, I want to be able to talk to my coworkers about stuff, um, anything, and they just couldn't do it. So I point back to the personal piece. People, I start with the personal piece first, like what's important to you because that is what's going to drive your conversations. And what I'd love to share with you are, are three things that I encourage people to discover about themselves. Um, if you want to connect with other people, these are things that are really helpful to know about yourself. So the first thing is your history. So not history is like where you come from essentially, but What's important to you about your life? What changed in your life? What have you gone through that has perhaps shaped what you do today or who you are today? You want to know that about yourself because it's really important to share with people if you really want to connect with them. Your history, then your hobbies. What do you like to do for fun? I tell you what, if you don't like Marvel movies, we're not going to Marvel movies together. We're not going to movies together. <laughs> we're not going to movies together. But what do you like to do for fun? and go to places or talk about those things that are important to you. And then finally, your habits. This is a really big one that we like to skip over or ignore. Your hobbies or your habits rather, are the activities that you do today. You just do them because they're a part of your routine. 
You don't go and say, I want to find a workout buddy. And you're not a person who goes to the gym. If you're trying to get somebody to keep you accountable, your relationship with them is going to fall apart. Do the things you're already doing and meet the people that are already there. If you wanted to make a change and be a healthier person and go work out, do it on your own accord. Really, if it's a thing that's important to you, do it on your own accord. If it's not, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself about that. One other quick example, entrepreneurship. I'm grinding because I am building a business. We're building a business, right? We want to make sure that we put the work in. It's going to be really difficult for me to connect with somebody who's going to a nine to five, probably not even a nine to five, working a tech job four hours a day to close their laptop at the end of the day. That's not my life. It's going to be really difficult to connect with them and talk to them about what's happening because they have a completely different set of a, a different lifestyle. So those are just some things that are important. Your history, hobbies, and habits. Look out for those, know those for yourselves and be in places and talk about those things. Yeah, I love it. Well, and I have often noticed that people who eventually become entrepreneurs have very hard time connecting with coworkers in workspaces, especially if for some reason they find themselves in a union. And it's a, it's a totally different culture. And it's got a totally different um, you know, vibe to it. It's You're going to have totally different conversations and you're yeah. going to be looking at people going, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, because I'm I think my people boss. find themselves in those places because they should have gone to do this job. You should go and get an education and take, get this job according to your parents. Um, so mm -hmm. I think if you find yourself as an alien surrounded by people that you don't relate to, it's possible that you're just not in the right kind of workforce right. element as well. Um, but for those people who are uh, haven't discovered, they haven't come out of the entrepreneurial closet yet, <laughs> they're still in the corporate <laughs> world. Yeah. Um, so say they, they get that, they get their history, they're wanting to talk to people. What about kind of that corporate culture can they kind of break into without going, hey, I want to go and do this in the weekend. They're like, why would I do that? I'm like, I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to take a course in the weekend. I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm going to go and, you know, go to the bar, have a barbecue, do the things that employees do on weekends not that there's anything wrong with that not, just not that they're two totally different worlds absolutely. and you got to recognize that absolutely they are definitely two different worlds and if you want to connect with people in the corporate space so what i hear you saying is connect in the corporate space but you you kind of don't want the lifestyle you want something a little more and so this is where your your values are going to show up your values are going to show up it's going to be like do you want to go and spend time at, a, I don't know, a barbecue or at a bar doing happy hour with them? Or do you work or work on yourself and your business? And it's really hard to be able to talk about me working on myself and my business um, to these people who aren't doing that kind of thing. They're just happy living paycheck to paycheck. They want to do, they want to have life the way they do. So I would say that it's up to you and your values. Oh boy, I'm going to go back to that. If you go to the space, if you go to the, to the barbecue or to the happy hour, be present. I would say be present there because you are going to connect with these people. Maybe you bring up some curiosity about what it is that's happening in their lives and do your best not to try to be understood. They have demonstrated 
to you that this is the kind of person that they are. This is the lifestyle that they want. Go and connect with them and meet them where they are. Be on their level. It's still a value to you to have relationships, even if you don't believe in you're going to be in the corporate space for a long time. It's still a value to talk to those people because your network is your net worth. Don't go poo-poo on their parade. Don't go real. Don't go in and expect to change them either. Go and enjoy, be present. That's what I would say if you want to connect with people. I love it. Well, and I think it becomes pertinent too in the in personal relationships. I think people, when they first connect, they they notice the things that are similar and how they connect. And then mm -hmm. after the honeymoon phase is over, it's like, then they start to notice all the things that there's disconnections on that they don't agree on. And it's like, oh, why did I like yeah. you in the first place? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you got to go back to those other things that you did like and admire because in the honeymoon phase, you may have noticed the things that weren't connections, but you were curious about them. Just like you said, you were interested in them because it was about them, not mm -hmm. because it was something that you needed to do together. Absolutely. And some people don't realize it. They they really have those rose-colored glasses on for weeks, months, maybe even years. And they realize, oh, I was tolerating some stuff I didn't. What? I oh, it was such a disconnect. And you don't realize that until maybe years, months or years. Um, this has happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to other people as well. So what I would say as a social connections coach. I do have tools to recognize those things faster, sooner rather than later. So you're not spending so much years <laughs> on figuring out if you really want to connect or they really make a great connection. And I tell you, don't ignore them. But what I have for you is, um, you know, you share the way we connect with people is that we share what's important to us and we watch how they respond to the thing that's important. So if, they sh if we share something that's exciting and interesting to us and they poo-poo on it, we tend to ignore that because going back to when we were kids, we were told the things that were natural and fun for us weren't things that we should do. So we're just like, oh, that's just a thing. That's just a friendship. That's how everybody does it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So what I have for you is a the storytelling format. It's, it's going to show you how to reveal yourself in a way that's going to let you know sooner rather than later if they are going to be on your level. So the just storytelling format, it's the J-I-S-T. What you're going to do is you're going to share something that's joyful, something that's important to you, something you're secure about, and something that is the truth. You share a little story like that with them and see how they respond. Because you share something joyful, and it's a scientific fact that we humans, we cling to joy. We love the joyful things. We like to be around people who want to do the things that we want to do because it's fun, right? right? So you want to share what's joyful with you. And if they cannot handle your joy, imagine how they're going to handle your anger, your sadness, and your fear. They're going to handle it the same way. Oh, you know, I'm so sad. My girlfriend broke up with me. Get over it. Not a big deal. I'm angry about the way my boss treated me. Get over it. It's not a big deal. If they poo-poo on your joy, it's a really great red flag to watch out for. So again, that's the just storytelling format, J-I-S-T. I love that. So give us an example of a Cinderella story of one of the clients that you've worked with. Oh, well, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> 
um, a Cinderella story. So I was working with uh, someone that I found on TikTok and they were a fantastic client. They were really able, they came to me saying exactly what we talked about, how they felt like people didn't like them. People were always poo-pooing on the things that were important to them. They're a very talented person. They play the guitar, very talented musician. And the people around them just seemed to not like what they did not like their music because they're a person of color and they're playing a guitar, they're playing kind of rock music. People didn't support that at all. And they felt like an outsider. But when I talked to them about this, I'm just like, notice, like you're doing amazing things. That's the kind of coaching that I do. I want you to notice the joy that you're bringing. You're just not in the right place. You're just not in the right place. So I challenged them to go to different places and talk about things that are important to them. So talking about the music. And so we, they went to try a recording session and they really hit it off with the people that were at the recording session. And so um, I, I'd like to highlight that because it, it is a, a lifestyle change. It's a skill set that you get in order to help you navigate through the world. So they were able to connect with those, those people and also not share all the crappy things that have happened to them in the past about being rejected. They're just like, I'm here now, I'm present. I do great things. I'm appreciated here and I want to be appreciated here. So I help them show up in that way. Nice. I love that. And I think that everybody should have that opportunity to, mm. to be in a room where other people think and believe in the same way, because it, it brings about a certain level of social security and social, Absolutely. well, individual security, I guess, as well is being able to understand, Hey, I'm not an alien. This is not insane. And then with that level of comfort, you can then go out into the world and go, Hey, I'm thinking this. And when people are going, you what? Exactly. Like <laughs> there's, exactly. A, there's that, you know, I mean, it always reminds me of Jimi Hendrix, especially when you say playing the guitar, because I get that Jimmy's just not for everybody. I get that, but that doesn't mean that he's not phenomenal. <laughs> he's yeah. awesome. And you got to recognize that there might be some polarity when you're that amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sure he got a ton of that growing up going, you know, it's just, that's weird. That's loud. That's, I don't know, kind of thing. And then the rest of the world kind of listened in and went, oh my God, that's phenomenal. Right. And, um, oh, I love this point so much because if you're not, if you're not, if nobody's feeling you, like if nobody's experiencing you, whether it's the way you desire or not desire, you're not doing it right. And you just go through life and people are going to experience you, whether it's a way you desire or a way that you don't desire, but it's going to happen. And if you focus on how you're impacting people in a way that might push, they might push you away or might not be interested then you're missing out on all the wonderful people who are interested in you, who do see you. And they're like, wow, you're amazing. You're going to miss out on that, but don't turn down your shine. I love it. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having and that they're listening to this and going, oh my God, Lee, I need you so badly. So when shying away from themselves and kind of, they know they want to do something, but they're, they can't find themselves doing it. They're rejected by their community around them. What kind of things are uh, blocking them? kind of things are blocking them. Of course, there is this belief in yourself and that you are for somebody. So the, the biggest problem that, that keeps people stuck and it's the looking outside of our, ourselves for this confirmation that what we do is okay. 
And we're looking for the smiles on other people's faces to confirm that we deserve to be here, that we deserve to express ourselves. No, we just are here and we do deserve to express ourselves just simply because we exist. And I know that there's fear that comes up because usually people react to you in one of three ways when, you know, you're you're afraid to share because you're afraid because you've probably experienced where you're shining and you're showing up as yourself and somebody just walks past you and it's like, oh, I feel rejected. Of course, understood. And the second way, people will see you shining and they will be like, oh, and they go in the opposite direction. They just go away from you. That doesn't feel good. That feels even worse. And then the third way, which really cripples a lot of us, is that we start shining. We talk about things that are important to us and people actively try to shut us down. Of course, if you've experienced that when you have community around you, it's really hard to see that there's somebody else out there for you. So that is what keeps us stuck. And what I like to do in my coaching is tell you how awesome you are so that you can see it for yourself. Somebody did that for me. Somebody told me how awesome I am. That's why I'm out here telling you because wow, I, it worked for me. And I want to tell everybody about how awesome they are too, so that they can go and shine. And so that they don't have to worry about um, whatever people are thinking. That's the way we really connect with each other. So yeah, I'll pause. <laughs> all good. All good. You can <laughs> yeah. talk for hours. All awesome. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How did they start that journey with you? How do you start the journey? Well, you can check me out at PatternsOfPossibility.com and I'm at Patterns of Possibility on all the social medias out there. You can find me. I have a community where we're getting together. We're talking about ourselves and lifting each other up, looking at those wonderful things because I know that you see wonderful things in other people. They also see them in you. So accept that. I'd love I'd love to help you feel and accept, accept that for yourself because it, it is really a great experience. Right. Absolutely. Be sure to go and check them out on TikTok. We will have all of your links. And by the way, congratulations for converting people on TikTok. That is awesome to hear. <laughs> As a business owner, I'm going, yeah, first person I've heard of the main sales off of TikTok. I mean, I'm sure you're not the yeah. first to make money off of them, but uh, it always makes me happy when people's endeavors of reaching out <laughs> turn into people going, hey, I actually see the value here and, and want to spend some money on it. Absolutely. Happy. Thank you. Nice. So again, peeps, we will have all of these links in the show notes. Scroll down, click on the links, be sure to open a new browser because we're not done yet. And uh, and go check out how he can help you with getting unstuck and connecting more because I think that's hugely important, especially now people feel really divided amongst things. But when we start to connect with people, we realize that every there's a lot of really nice people. Are there some jerks out there? Yes, or there's some jerks out there. But for the most part, people are really nice and they really do want to connect with you and they want to find out more about you. So, um, you know, let them into traffic, open the door for them again. It's okay. <laughs> find those little things where we can connect again. So I get to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were that special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? What point did I know that? I... <laughs> have you figured it out yet? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people haven't yet. They, they'd be entrepreneurs for 20 years doing. and they're like, I, am, I don't I know, know if I am an entrepreneur yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing that the crazy thing that happened was that I was, I got the dream job that I wanted and I made more money than I've ever made in my life, right? That's what people do. And we're like thinking that, you know, this is what life is. And I'm trying to connect with people as well. Um, but 
I just couldn't, I couldn't connect with my coworkers and connect and talk about things that were important to me. And I felt so lonely. And when the pandemic hit, it was just even worse. It was even worse. My job became remote. And I like one day I just shut my laptop down and I didn't open it up again. Uh Um, And so, yeah, it was the push, the realization that if I stay doing the same thing, I'm going to be absolutely lonely and no one cares about me here. I don't feel like anyone cares about me. I have to do something else. And so looking to someone else to create my future or be financially responsible for my future was when I decided that, oh, this isn't it. I need to take care of it myself. I need to allow my myself the energy and the time to go find the connections that I needed and wanted in my life. And it can only happen if I start to work for myself. Awesome. So peeps, if you're out there and you feel that way, absolutely reach out to Lee, um, reach out to myself, yeah. reach out to anybody, because that is not a good way to feel by any stretch. And we understand what's going on for you. And I do think that the entrepreneurial journey is very difficult, especially if you're surrounded by, no offense, you new markers, but you're a special kind of crazy unto yourself. <laughs> Um, when entrepreneurs are in that water, they're like, what are you doing? It's like, they're streaming upstream and everybody else is going downstream. And they're like, I, I don't get it. Uh, and it can be, yeah. I, I jest about it and I lighten up the conversation, but it can be a very heavy conversation and it's definitely one that needs to be addressed. So yeah. if you are feeling very heavy and alone and, you know, suffocating by the four walls that surround you, absolutely reach out. Yeah, go to a networking group or something. At least you'll be around some like-minded people for a moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Find some entrepreneurs. Odds are really good that you're an entrepreneur and you just haven't figured that out yet. (laughs) That's true. That is so true. (laughs) You're still in the closet. It's okay. We love you. (laughs) Come on out. You know, go sell some stuff and, you know, you'll be like, this is who I am. This is awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. And yeah. fun awesome you have been absolutely awesome any last words for our peeps um you know i forgot to mention that i'm not sure when this episode is going to come out but i have an annual social connection summit coming up in august august 5th and 6th so it's a social wellness summit two-day social wellness summit there's going to be coaches there you'll be able to talk to people who are like-minded looking for community you're going to find it there you also have an opportunity if you're a vip um, to coach with three different people. We have three different coaching sessions. So if you'd like to check that out, again, you can find that at patternsofpossibility.com. And I really want to thank you, Michelle, for having me and asking me some really awesome questions. Awesome. Well, peeps, go and check out the website because, you know, this is going to last in perpetuity. So I have no idea what month, day, year... <laughs> <Or you laughs> decade <laughs> people are going to be listening to this in, um, but absolutely reach out. Um, because we love you. And thank you so much, Coach Lee, for your time. I appreciate it. And I know how valuable it is. Thank you so much. Awesome. <laughs> this is Michelle Nedlock. Thank you for um, being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to this show and share it with your friends because we love helping entrepreneurs grow. 
Are you running a business over seven figures but still struggling with technology headaches? Pay attention. You do not want to miss this offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Awareness Strategies, who is offering a custom-built digital adoption roadmap for anyone running a business over seven figures who's wanting to grow their business in the next five years. And it's not just a roadmap. They offer full implementation as well. If that scares the out of you, check out awarenessstrategies.com forward slash roadmap for more details today. The link's in the show's notes. Don't regret not doing this. Do it now. That's awarenessstrategies.com slash roadmap.